Okay. All right. Praise the Lord. All right. Okay. Oh, this is this is. We're going to look at um, some kings here. And it, this is uh, this is of course this first was King Abijah. He's actually Solomon's son. Let me back up. And the first kings of Israel was Saul, and then there was David. We know David. David killed Goliath, and I mean David just. There's so much data about data. I mean about David, and the reason is we want the details because we can act like him and get the same blessings. Fantastic. So the David David's son was Solomon. Solomon's. A son that took over, they had many sons, but the king that took over after Solomon, his son was Rehoboam. And Rehoboam, he, he didn't serve the Lord. Anyway, uh, it, it, you can read the details. It, it didn't go too well for him. Anyway, after Rehoboam was a guy by the name of uh, King Abijah, Ab, whatever it is, it's Abijah, whatever. And then uh, uh, there's a great story in the previous chapter. That's all it is, one chapter about Abijah, okay. And it's good. And, but anyway, after him, his son Asa, you can call him Abe or whatever, but anyway, Asa, he became the new king uh, of Judah. And there was peace in the land for the first ten years of his reign. Uh, for King Asa was careful to obey the Lord his God. Now, you've got to realize that um, they basically had lost the Bible. They didn't know where it was. I mean... The kingdom, just say it was like America. America was divided. Actually, it was worse than that. It was like New York City just broke off, or New York broke off the rest of the world, or Texas broke off, excuse me, from the rest of the United States. It was all the United States, or you could say all Israel, but some of them were like, we're going to do it our way. Okay. And the place where they were saying, we're going to do it our way, happened to be at Jerusalem. And that's where the temple was, whatever. Okay. So this guy Asa, this king, he's the new king of Judah. And there was peace in the land for the first ten years of his reign. For, it's very important, this is why. For, he was careful to obey the Lord his God. Now, the key here that they're talking about, and you'll see it over and over again, it's not making a mistake. And quit thinking it's your eating habits, or whether or not you had a beer, or whether or not you smoked a cigarette. Those are so ridiculous. It's not that which goes into the body that defiles a man. It's that which comes out. Evil thoughts, all these terrible things that we can do, murders, all these, you know. <clears throat> but you can focus on uh, external things, make you a better Christian, and that's not what's going to do it. <clears throat> it's your heart. But anyway, so he was careful to obey the Lord his God. And so no wonder when he's saying there was peace in the land. I mean, that's like all of a sudden you wake up in the morning and an army's out there fixing to invade your whole country. We, we have the lines in America drawn a little bit larger than that because we have a great defense and we know where, let's say, the Russians are and where the Chinese are and we're going to be able to see them coming. Well, back in these older days, it's like you see on some of these movies we got. You wake up in the morning and all of a sudden the hills are filled with horses and stuff and your town and area, your country's fixing to be raided. Well, again, there was peace in the land and it tells you why. He said he was careful to obey the Lord his God. The key to this is, let me tell you, is just your personal reading of your Bible. Your personal reading of your Bible. And trusting the Lord when you have trouble. You know, when you got trouble, ask the Lord for His help. Anyway, notice what He did. He demolished the heathen altars on the hills, broke down the obelisk, you know, these, these idols, uh, and chopped the shameful ashram idols. I mean, He just burned them. Demanded that the entire nation obey the commandments of the Lord God of their ancestors. Well, God wasn't hard. I mean, dear Lord. 
We knew we were going to make mistakes. He gave us the Ten Commandments, but there was always sacrifices. Where was the problem? Heathen altars. Oh, I worship you, oh, whoever, you know, you know. You're my great God. You're going to help me make an A on this exam. You know. Say, well, I wouldn't do that. Well, we have to watch it and make sure what is it we're trusting. You can ask the Lord. See, but we have foolishly been taught that God doesn't care about your education. My son here knows a whole lot better than that. And all the rest of us in here do too. But I'm telling you, he knows God will help him on his studies and his exams and whatever. Thank God I did too. Whoops, went away. <clears throat> so... <clears throat> Let's keep cruising here. So here's what happened. He removed even the sun images from the hills and the incense altars from every one of Judah's cities. In other words, if you burn enough this, you know, smoke or whatever, it'll, it'll create blessings for you to the sun god. Well, you see how far, I mean, see what's so funny about that is God, our God made the sun. It's not a myth. He did. That's the reason I, I challenge everybody to go back and, and look at some things about creation and stuff because Romans chapter 1 says everybody's without excuse because creation is blaring that He created it. I mean, we think, ah, oh, billions and billions of years. And there's evidence about our sun right now that make your head scratch that it's less than 10,000 years old. I mean, one thing I think is amazing, I mean, is, is, is wonderful, is there's debris around the sun. I mean, before you get to... Uh, uh, what are they? Uh, Mars and well, Venus. No, Mercury and Venus and Mars and then Earth. Before you get to those, those uh, or whatever the, whatever the closest ones are, there's some inner debris still around the sun. And if it's millions and millions of years old, say billions, that stuff should have already been sucked in, and it's not. But anyway, let's stay back with this. But see, sometimes we get to thinking, well, you know, it's just it's okay to. We don't know about who the real God is. Yes, there's only one God, and you can see why the Lord's. <clears throat> Pointing this out. So he removed even the sun images from the hills and incense altars from every one of Judah's cities. That's why God gave his kingdom peace. Hint, hint. If you trust the Lord, there's peace out there. Okay. Now, uh, then he said, uh, this made it possible for him to build the walled cities throughout Judah. In other words, prepare, help, uh, defenses and all these things. Now's the time to do it while the Lord is blessing us with peace because... Of our obedience to him. He told his people. Let's build our fortified cities now. With walls, towers, gates, and bars. So that, uh, so they went ahead with these projects successfully. Okay. Let's see what else is going on here. King Asa's Judean army was. Now what's the numbers here? Numbers mean something. Now what's this? I mean the king's having a good time. We're doing great. Now the little. There were 12 tribes. And so you're going to see, but only two tribes are with this king. The rest of them are doing their own thing. King Asa's Judean army was 30,000. Remember the tribe of Judah? That's the tribe Jesus was from, actually. 300 strong, equipped with light shields and spears. His Benjamin army was 280. Do the math, 580. Okay. He's fixing to go to war with somebody who's twice as big. Okay. But now he was attacked by an army of a million troops from Ethiopia. We know where that is. Okay, so they were being shipped around or coming around, whatever, through Egypt. With 30, 300 chariots under the leader of General Zerah. Now, interesting to note, we're not closed-minded. We're not dumb. You can Google these things. You can do a little research back in your Western civilization. And you'll find these names and dates of other people outside the Bible are referenced. One of them being like Sennacherib. Everybody knows who he was if you took some history. But see, they try to tell us that people that wrote the Bible were on drugs, they were smoking, they were drunk, whatever. Mm -mm. This is completely historic. 
So anyway, they advance to the city of Marsha, or let's see, they just come down through Atlanta, they come down through Birmingham. And anyway, so King Asa sent his troops to battle with them there. Now watch what he does here. Oh Lord, he cried out to God, no one else can help us. Remember, they're outnumbered two to one. Nobody can help us. Here we are, powerless against this mighty army. Now one thing you'll notice here, and this is what we're learning about why a king in the Bible, the information about it, because you and I, we're kings today. Oh, why we have the details. He didn't go, well, you know, I'm not a praying man. You know, baloney. It doesn't matter about any of that. We, we need to be praying. Well, I'm just, not, I'm just going to see what happens. That's not what he did. This is why he said he, they were saying he, 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 he trusted the Lord. And so we have problems. You've got problems today. I've got problems to do. Look, look do the same, th- same thing he did. He cried out to God. No one else can help us. It's kind of like, my, I, I don't know where to go. Lord, I've I got financial difficulties. and you know, I can't ask nobody. Everybody else got financial troubles. I, I, I need some help. Or maybe I'm not feeling good. This pain won't go away. Or just a temporary one-day headache. Well, don't just put up with it. Ask the Lord to help you. You know? He cried out to the Lord. No one else can help us. Here we are, powerless against this mighty army. Oh, help us, Lord, our God, for we trust in you alone to rescue you, and in your name we will attack this vast horde. Don't let mere men defeat you. Now, why didn't he say, Lord, grant me the serenity? Because that's not a scripture. That's silly. We got to win. I mean, our Alabama, I mean, I'm an Alabama fan. Some of you guys are Auburn fans. You don't start out the season by going, you know, well, you know, if we win some, we win. You want to win them all. Anyway, but notice, he obviously thinks the Lord will help him. Then the Lord defeated the Ethiopians, and Asa and the army of Judah uh, triumphed as the Ethiopians fled. They chased them as far as, oh, whatever, Mobile, South Alabama, whatever. They were wiped out. Not anybody remained. The Lord... Uh, for the Lord and his army destroyed them. Then the army of Judah, Judah carried off, look at this, vast quantities of plunder. While they were at wherever Gerar, they attacked the cities of that area. The terror of the Lord came upon the residents. As a result, additional vast quantities of plunder were collected from the cities. They not only plundered the, plundered the cities, but they destroyed the cattle, the tents, and captured great herds of, I mean, praise the Lord. Okay. So they got help. Now notice that chapter was very short, only 12 verses. This was all one big giant book. They just put the numbers in so we could find stuff. Then the Spirit of God came on somebody. We'll just say it was Dustin or Phil. okay? And he went out and he met King Asa as he was returning from the battle. So this guy, you know, he knows something about the Lord. He's got a message. People in the Bible get messages and they would say, Hey, the Lord told me that this is what's going on. Okay. Listen to me, Asa. Listen, armies of Judah and Benjamin, he shouted. The Lord will stay with you as long as you stay with him. Now, sometimes we interpret that, I made a mistake. So I can't ask God to help me with my headache. The mistake you would make would be to never ask the Lord. You're out burning incense to some goofy God or whatever. You're not paying any attention to the Bible. You're not reading the Bible. But that's not us. But watch what happens here. Watch what they do. As long as you stay with him, he'll stay with you. Whenever you look for him, you will find him. Now, he doesn't mean, hello, I'm God. Hello down there. It's more than that. He will help you. He will deliver you. Remember, Asa was outnumbered. 
And look how he kicked their rear ends in this battle. It was fantastic. They didn't just barely win. I mean, they smoked that other army. There was not one of the Ethiopians left. Wiped them out. Whenever you look for him, you'll find him. But if you forsake him, he's going to forsake you. For a long time now, over in Israel. Now, what he's saying, the other ten tribes, they're worshiping a stupid cow. Oh, my goodness. When Solomon was king, they were listening to Solomon at the time and worshiping the Lord. But when Rehoboam became king, he acted like a jerk, and the other guys left. And it was Rehoboam's fault. He wasn't serving the Lord. Anyway, over in Israel, the people haven't worshipped the true God, and they have not had a true priest, notice this, to teach them. In other words, like we do here, we're looking at the Scriptures, and you're reading your Bible on your own. Where do you think, I, I, I do not want to know where I would be if I didn't serve the Lord. You know, I know you don't want to know where you would be if you didn't serve. Well, I wonder what it would be like to not read my Bible. I wonder what it would be like to not ask the Lord to help me when my tires mess up or whatever. It would be bad because you wouldn't get this help. Anyway, they live without God's laws. But whenever they turned again to the Lord of Israel, Lord God of Israel in their distress and searched for him, he helped them. Hey, we're learning. In their times of rebellion against God, there was no peace. Problems troubled the nation on every hand. Crime was on the increase. Boy, sound like America. But remember, don't worry about America. Watch you where you're at. When you go to Walmart late at night, you need to know God will protect you. Don't sit there and start believing, oh, I'm in America and America sins. And man, we got terrible things going on in America, so I can't even go to the post office. Yes, you can. You'll be okay. The Lord will take care of you. Okay. But anyway, so he said, you men of Judah, keep up the good work. Don't get discouraged. What did they do? They just said, oh, God, we're outnumbered. Oh, no. We're outnumbered, but rescue us. Get us out of this. And then they pulled their swords out and they went to battle and buddy, they did it. The Lord helped them. So anyway, uh, anyway, he rebuilt the altar of the Lord in front of the temple. This was great. Apparently it was what? Tore down. He put it back. Then he summoned the people of Judah and Benjamin and the immigrants of Israel. For many had come uh, from the territories of Ephraim, Manasseh, and Simeon. In other words, some of the other parts of the country were coming back because they knew God was with them. Uh, when they saw the Lord was with King Asa. They all came to Jerusalem in June, the 15th year of King Asa's reign. And I think they had a big, uh, yeah, they had a big uh, celebration. I mean, I don't know what they think. I mean, it's like our Christmas party. I do not want y'all coming to the Christmas party if we're going to, if we're done. Let's sing joy to the world. We have a reason to sing joy to the world. It's not like we're like, well, God's my worst enemy. I buy a car and it goes to pot, you know. I get a job and it's terrible at work, you know. But see, sometimes we think that's what God's doing. And that's not true. It's a path of escalating blessing. Just do what these guys did. So anyway, oh, look at this. So anyway, they, uh, they entered into a contract to worship only the Lord of God of their forefathers. And they agreed that anyone who didn't do this, they're going to die. Young, old, man, woman. They shouted out their oath of loyalty. No, we're just going to worship you. While the other nations were worshiping the sun and the moon and the stars and other kind of gods. They were taking their kids and throwing them to the fire. They thought that was worship. Man. They shouted out their oath of loyalty to God with trumpets blaring and horns sounding. 
all were happy with this covenant with God, for they entered into it with all their hearts and wills and wanted to serve Him above anything else. They found Him. And He gave them peace throughout the nation. This is like so simple. Always read your Bible. Always just trust the Lord. Your own personal life. So simple. King Asa even removed his mother. His mother's name was Mecca. We'll call her Martha. Okay. From Martha for being queen. Why? Because she made an idol. So she was worshiping this idol. Oh, great idol. You've made my son such a great guy. And when the son found out about it, he says, no, it ain't that stupid idol. He burnt that idol. He crushed it and burned it in the Kidron Brook. Over in Israel, this, remember this is over next door in Georgia, the idol temples were not removed. But here in Judah and Benjamin, the heart of King Asa was perfect before God throughout his lifetime. Now perfect member just meant he was trusting the Lord. Now this is the end of that chapter here. Uh, let's see. Uh, he, brought, he brought back to the temple the silver and gold bowls. <laughs> his granddaddy, whatever, <clears throat> Rehoboam. King of Egypt came whipping over there and stole all that stuff Solomon had. Okay. The 36th year of King Asa's reign. Okay, now he's, he's been reigning for 36 years. Anyway, the king of uh, Basha of Israel, that was supposed to be his brother, whatever. His brother's part of the kingdom. They were all Israelites, but these guys are worshiping idols. He declared war on him and built the fortress of Ramah in order to control the road to Judah. Asa's response was, now notice... In the other chapter, he prayed. This chapter, he don't pray. He's like, well, I'll just, I'll just, I know what I'll do. I'll take the money out of the church over here. I'll take the gold and I'll go pay this other king to be mercenaries. If you'll notice, no prayer. He's not trusting the Lord. So he took the silver and gold from the temple and the palace and he sent it to King Ben-Hadad of Syria and Damascus with this message. Hey, let's renew our mutual uh, security pact that was between your father and mine. Here's the gold and silver to, uh, to induce you to break your alliance with Israel. In other words, the other part of Israel that's being a dummy right now. Ben-Hadad agreed to King Asa's request and mobilized his armies to attack Israel. They destroyed the cities of this, that, and whatever. Okay, and anyway... As soon as the king of Basha of Israel heard what was happening, he discontinued his attack. In other words, he was trying to attack King Asa, but he backed off. Now let's see what happens. In other words, why do we get the details? Okay, then uh, King Asa and the people of Judah went out to, and they carried away big stones to build whatever. Okay, about this time, here comes another prophet. Now I want you to watch what happens. This is a short chapter. It's going to be short real quick. This prophet comes up and says, King, look. I want to tell you, you ain't been reading your Bible, and you ain't been trusting the Lord. And I'll tell you right off the bat, he gets mad. How dare you? How dare you? But it was true. And, and watch, in a minute, it's going to cost him his life. And he told him, because you put your trust in, let's say, you know, Russia to help you instead of asking the Lord. Okay, the king of Syria, instead of the Lord your God, the army of the king of Syria has escaped from you. Don't you remember what happened to the Ethiopians? Hey, yeah, we just read that. They were outnumbered two to one. And you cried out to the Lord. Don't you remember what happened? The vast army and all their chariots and cavalry? But you relied on the Lord, and He delivered them into your hand. Now, here, this, this is a famous Christian verse. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro on the face of the earth 
and it says to show himself strong on those whose hearts are perfect toward him. That doesn't mean well, I'm, I'm, I'm so perfect. I've never made a mistake. Man, we've all sinned. It's to anybody that'll call. So this is a great setting for knowing what that verse is. This prophet says, King Asa, don't you realize that the eyes of the Lord, see, even this morning, if you're hurting financially or back hurting or you got a people problem, you're going, God, you don't know how to fix this. If you will just ask Jesus to fix it for you, he will. So he says, uh, the eyes of the Lord are go back and forth across the whole earth. Isn't that good to know that Jesus is looking for Phil in the next few moments or Tyler, any of us in this room, if, the, if we call out to him? He's scanning. Who needs help? Who needs help? Oh, Phil's calling my name. Man, there's hordes of angels dispatched to help Phil. And me too. Okay. Uh, so that he can show his great power in helping them. This is the Living Bible. Boy, I love that. Okay, what a fool you've been, King Asa. From now on, you're going to have wars. What? What did that do? What did he do? He didn't trust the Lord. Now watch what he does. He's going to take this prophet and put him in jail. It gets worse. Asa was so angry with the prophet for saying that, he threw him in jail. Well, that didn't fix anything. He's still not trusting the Lord. And then look what he does. Now he's being a stupid king. He starts to oppress the people. And it says the rest of the biography of Asa is written in the annals of the kings of Israel and Judah. We have a copy of this in our Bible. We're reading part of it here. That's the reason this stuff is historic. Okay. Now watch this. This is a sad note, but we can learn something. In the 39th year, so in other words, let's see, this was, he was 38. So a year later, uh, Asa became seriously diseased in his feet. I got a little gout there. Ooh, better watch that toenail. And what do we know about stuff like that? What have you heard about gangrene? Oh, God, I might lose his foot. Or diabetes. Whoop, he lost his leg, whatever. I don't care where we are medically. You need to make sure you focus on the Lord here. Now, remember what Asa did. He wasn't like, well, I don't believe in doctors. That's not what he's saying. He didn't want to ask the Lord for his help. But we are smart. We're like, I don't care what the doctors can do or can't do. Lord, help me. I don't want to lose my foot. And I don't want to lose my life. So now compare yourself. <clears throat> so anyway, he became seriously diseased in his feet, but he didn't go to the Lord with the problem. Now I'll tell you what, there has been a thousand and a thousand things that I have waited for until I finally thought, you know what? Oh, I forgot. Hey, Lord, I need your help. I need your help about this. I mean, I've wasted hours, minutes, days, months. But praise the Lord, you want to go, oh, thank God, I got help. Well, anyway, he didn't go to the Lord with a problem, but to the doctors. Okay? Now, again, some people say, well, I guess this is that case where, no, it's not. He did not want to trust the Lord at all. So he died in his 41st year of his reign, and he was buried in his own vault that he had hewn out. This is the end of that chapter. Uh, anyway, he was buried, whatever. But why do we have the details? He didn't go to the Lord. Okay. Now, I'm going to stop right here, but I want to show you something fantastic. Okay. And I'll tell you, this is what we all can, this, our trusting the Lord is what we're seeing here. Jehoshaphat, we've heard of him. Well, his great story doesn't happen until the 20th chapter. He gets invaded by a big army. And he's like, oh no, and that's where you get the scripture, you won't need to fight in this army. I mean, Jesus fought that battle for him. And when they went out there with their swords drawn to go get them, everybody's dead out there. Praise God. This is the 17th chapter. His son, we'll call him Joe, Jeho. Okay, Joe became the king and he mobilized 
uh, for war against Israel. In other words, Israel, remember, they're part of Abraham, Jacob's tribes, but they're worshiping idols, and they're mad at this king, so they're trying to wipe him out. He placed his garrisons, you know, that's army talk, in all the fortified cities of Judah and various other places throughout the country, and in the cities of, we'll just say, Birmingham and Decatur, whatever, that his father conquered. The Lord was with, was with Jehoshaphat, or Job, because he followed the good footsteps of his father's early years and didn't worship idols. Again, remember, it's not because he never made a mistake. The same blessing you see on David. David had committed murder, committed adultery. He had made some mistakes, but the Lord was still blessing him tremendously, like he'll bless you. Okay. He obeyed the commandments of his fathers, quite unlike the people across the border. In other words, the other children of Abraham, worshiping a stupid gold cow over there. So the Lord strengthened his position as king of Judah. All the people of Judah cooperated by paying their taxes. He became very wealthy and well as being very popular. He boldly followed the paths of God, even knocking down the heathen altars on the hill and destroying the ashram doll, doll, idols. Uh, see, you can see how, how popular it was to have idols. Anyway, watch this. In the third year of his reign, he began... Now, think with me just a moment. And is, is this not what we're doing right now? No, we're fixing to close. Watch this. He began a nationwide religious education program. Church, whatever. He sent out top government officials as teachers in all the cities of Judah. These men included, well, we're going to just call it Ben, you know, and Oscar and Zach and whatever, Nathan and Mike and whatever. He used the Levites for this person and purpose, including, anyway, all these guys. Uh, let's see. They took copies of the book of the law, in other words, the Bible. To all the cities of Judah. Well, how come they didn't have them? <laughs> Believe me, they didn't have them. Nobody was reading. Nobody knew. Matter of fact, uh, a little bit later when King Josiah, he's about six or seven grandkids later down here, they didn't even know where a copy of the Bible was. One of the Levites was in the temple sweeping and cleaning up and he goes, what's that? And he said, hmm. And he went over to the king and said, hey, Josiah, what's this? Of course, Josiah recognized it too, and they said, that's the Bible. And so they start reading it, and they go, oh, no, we're in deep doo-doo because we've been serving the Lord. Because they had other gods. And, and so Josiah said, stop what you're doing. And they cleaned up Israel again. They got rid of all the idols, and they started trusting in the Lord. And then here come an army going to wipe them out, and the army didn't wipe them out. Their daily problems and whatever, they all went away because they were trusting the Lord. So anyway, here's a national campaign. The surrounding kingdoms uh, were all going to be taught the scriptures. Then the fear of the Lord fell upon all the surrounding kingdoms so that none of them declared war. I tell you what, your quickest way to have peace, even at night, if you're trying to sleep or you can't sleep and you're either worried or maybe your throat's hurting or something, and you, stop and read your Bible. That's the reason I like to say read your Bible when you're in the bathroom or something. Or get you a Bible, have a copy of it. It's on your phone probably. Uh, read it while you're in your car having to sit there and whatever. Keep learning how to trust the Lord. Anyway, so anyway, look down here at verse 11. Even some of the Philistines brought in presents, annual tribute, and the Arabs donated 7,700 rams, 77 male goats. Jehoshaphat became, so, became a very strong and built fortress and supplied cities throughout Jerusalem. Now remember, this guy named Jehoshaphat, that's you. 
His public's work program was so extensive, he had a huge army stationed at Jerusalem, his capital. 300,000 Judean troops were under General Edna. Next in command was Jehonan with a, an army of 280,000. Next was this, and look how many, 200,000 equipped with bows and shields. His second in command, he goes on, look, and so what happened here? Why do we have all this? It's because of the blessing of the Lord. One last note. Let me go back up. Look how it's related. He went around. They took copies of the scriptures to teach the people. That's pretty simple, isn't it? Don't, wor- don't, don't listen to some thought thinking, I'm missing. I'm not doing something I should be doing. I, I'm not. God would tell you. Go to his book. Read his book. You, you, you'll have so much peace in your life as you read that book, especially when you're worried. Something's going wrong. Get that Bible out and start reading it. Father, we thank you for your word today. We appreciate what you've showed us in these with these kings. They're ups and downs and whatever. And we realize the ups are because they were serving you and the downs were because they would forget about you. Lord, so I thank you today. If we're, not hurt, if we're hurting in our bodies, you'll fix us. If we're hurting financially, you'll fix that. And if there's some problem, no matter what it is, you'll get us out. And that didn't leave anything left but for us to tell others what we're doing. And that's because we're trusted in you. In Jesus' name, amen.